and welcome to the Foha Empire podcast. I'm your host Abingwaocha. And at the Foha Empire podcast, we address the personal and business issues that female entrepreneurs face in our day-to-day lives. And one of these issues is selling. We know we have to sell. I mean, how else are we going to make that money? But it's not very easy to actually sell your product to someone without feeling uncomfortable or feeling like you're all in their face. And so I decided to reach out to someone I know who's a sales expert because I admit I'm not the best at sales. But one of my closest friends and a business partner of mine, Patience, is. And so today we have Patience. Hi, Patience. Hello, Abigail. Thank you for having me. <laughs> nice to have you here. <laughs> so um, I know who you are, but my viewers do not. So please introduce yourself to us. Uh, I'm Patience Atsango. I'm the brand and strategy uh, director at Digitech Brands. I'm also the founder as well. Uh, and my main focus at Digitech Brands is basically building brands in Africa that are sustainable. So uh, I really am great. I'm grateful to have this opportunity just to talk about the online sales because we are in very unprecedented times. And I hope you're able to learn more about Digitech Brands, even from our website. And even as I keep uh, having this conversation with Abigail. Yeah. <laughs> hey, thanks. <laughs> okay, so the, the part you mentioned was um, in a current situation right now. Um, many people don't want to sell because it, it seems like we are all struggling financially. The economy is collapsing and there's just so much going on. So most of us are not quite that keen on selling. At the same time, though, we know we need to get some money to sustain ourselves and our family. So what's the way forward? What do you think is, is the way forward now? Okay. Uh, this is what I would say. Many times when circumstances like this uh, happen, most times we are not prepared because I remember last year most businesses were strategizing, you know, to grow uh, their sales in terms of how they are going to sell outside, how they are going to increase their, you know, cash flows and customer acquisition and all that. But then then coronavirus came and everything just spiraled and nobody knows what to do anymore. And uh, the, the worst part of it, I would speak for Kenya, uh, like our current uh, situation right now, uh, today we are waiting the president just fake news and tell us if you are going back to work or not. Uh, but even that said or not, there's still going to be uh, changes uh, in, the whole, in the whole way how businesses are operating. Uh, most businesses are not going to be profitable immediately. And uh, most people are not going to be comfortable uh, to go back to work immediately and, you know, continue their normal lifestyle. In short, we are not going to any normal. Everything has <laughs> taken a different direction. Uh, yeah. Very negative point of view, but okay. <laughs> yeah, so the whole idea is that everything has taken a different direction. And us as individuals, as business owners, as entrepreneurs and directors, we also need to align to that course. Uh, so that we are able to uh, build our businesses and now uh, strategize a new model that is sustainable, not only for now, but also for the future. Because now the future is headed to the digital transformation. Yeah, Where our parents were 10 years ago is not where we are today. Yeah. So we need to understand that uh, even though uh, COVID-19 is here with us right now, it has caused a big difference in the entire way of how consumers purchase our products and services and even how we sell as entrepreneurs and therefore we also have to be equipped and that is why I'm here today. <laughs> okay, 
Okay. All right. Yeah. So uh, for those of you who are wondering about the announcement of the president, we're actually recording this right now on June 6th. And um, the president of Kenya, Uhuru Kenyatta, is supposed to announce if we're going to extend our lockdown. Uh, for the second time, <laughs> or if you're finally going to resume normal in quotes. So, yeah, that's where we are right now. <laughs> okay, so, as, as a business right now, what exactly do I need to do to sell? What, do I, what processes do I need to have on ground? What strategies do I need to start implementing? Like, what do I do? I, mean, I know I have to sell something, but and how do I start this? Give me a step-by-step -step what I need to do. <laughs> All right. Uh, first of all, uh, like before you started your business, uh, the most important thing you did was basically to come up with a strategy or even before the strategy, you, you built a product uh, that is market fit. Then after building the product, you came with the go to market strategy. Now, with everything that is happening, now you have to go and re-strategize the strategy to fit the current market needs. Uh, to fit to the current uh, customer acquisition process. Uh, like I said, right now there are so many businesses, including Google, that are entirely going to be working from home, or you know, a big portion of the, their workforce is actually going to be working from home. So that means you're not going to be going and doing the normal sales process of you know knocking people's doors, asking them, oh, I'm from this company, I've come here to sell this product. Right now, people are working from home. You're not going to come to my home and sell to me. No, yeah. Home is a very uh, private place, uh, very sacred, and it has to be kept that way. So how do you get to me when I am at home and you cannot come to my house? Um, you need to, uh, to analyze uh, how am I able to interact with this customer and where are they and what time do they interact with their social media platforms and how often. Okay, so as a salesperson, I'm not trying to turn you into a digital marketer because digital marketing is a whole, you know, big uh, scenario. But then again, now this is a time that salespeople more than ever are going to work together with the marketing team. Yeah, where mm -hmm. marketing have to produce the content that yeah. needs to go out there because selling is more personalized. So how are you going to sell? And still, uh, 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 and still retain that personalization or authenticity or trust with your customers the way you do it when you're having a personal meeting. So that has to change. And that uh, entirely uh, starts with content. And I think Abigail would agree with me because she's the king of content. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like the entire basis of a business is content anyway. Exactly. So now you have to liaise with, with your team on how are you going to produce this content? How is this content going to reach uh, your clients? What platforms are you going to use? So if the marketing people are going to still uh, produce uh, content that is going to go on social media, but you want to keep a personal relationship with your client, probably through email marketing, uh, through telephone, how are you going to uh, come up with content and authentic, or authentic conversation within those channels, right? Right now we, are, we have uh, different platforms for communication. Like right now we are using the Zoom. Uh, there is Skype, there are so many platforms of communication. How do you get to that point where your client is comfortable enough to have a video call like this and be yes. able to listen to you? You have to start from somewhere. You have to start from an email that builds that trust, that uh, builds that um, 
that need for uh, your product and service. And today I'm just uh, going to focus entirely on B2B because B2B is uh, different when it comes to purchase as opposed to B2CB because uh, B2C is a direct uh, consumer approach uh, whereby you can use the e-commerce platform, social media, and people can still purchase and you do uh, different deliveries. But with B2B, uh, most of the B2B businesses take a long period of time, especially in the conversation. So you want to come up with a sales process that is still authentic, but then it doesn't take too long. How do you make sure that your sales process is actually uh, minimized in the sense that within a very short period of time, you're able to close a deal? So you have to start by uh, uh, building a relationship, making friends with the marketing team so they can help you to come up with content that will drive a relationship with your customer. Then from there, you get to the point of telephone communication or Zoom communication. And how do you develop a documentation process that will also protect your business and also protect the customer? So it's a whole process. Okay. So now you've mentioned this process like several times now. What's this process? Okay. So I will start, uh, I'll give you two scenarios. Okay. Um, I don't have anything written down but uh, I'll just uh, bring it as it comes. Sure. So I'll give you the first scenario. Uh, you have, uh, this is a new client. You have no relationship with them whatsoever. Uh, how you get them, it will depend. Probably you've gone and uh, used the different tools out there, fetch uh, their emails. Uh, probably you've tried to engage with them uh, on LinkedIn. So let me use LinkedIn, for example. Okay. You're on LinkedIn and you want to engage this person, You've read through the profile. You understood. Who, you understand who they are. What is their capacity in their business? And you want to sell to them uh, a B two B product. So you're going to start by number one, introducing yourself. Don't try and sell during the first <laughs> I mean, That's the end goal that's anyway. <laughs> that's the end. But then again, remember when uh, we when it came to sales you are able to sell a product in, uh, well or faster because you developed a relationship. Mm -hmm. So you're not going to start selling to a customer immediately. You want to build a relationship. I'll give you a funny example. If you, if you DM'd me on Facebook, for example, and you're a guy and probably you're interested in me, and you're like, hi, I like you, I like your smile, I will definitely block you. What or spam you or whatever. <laughs> because I feel, I feel that is really... Yeah. Oh my God, I'll find that a bit disrespectful. Okay? However, if you came to my DM on Facebook and say, Hi, patients. My name is blah, blah, blah. I'm reaching out because I've, I've interacted with your content. I really love what you're doing. And I would like to know more about uh, what you're doing. I'm not saying this person is lying. Yeah. Uh, because before you like someone you have to like something about them something <laughs> has to drive so you like okay, my people content listening the way to her heart is through her content so point that thing out yeah you need to be the king of content all right if you if you need a uh, training with content speak to abigail no, no, i'm saying that for you so, uh, the way to your heart is by complimenting your content like complimenting what you've done like the way to your heart right now <laughs> yes, yes. So uh, try to get this uh, customer interested in understanding. Oh, so you like uh, 
uh, or rather, oh, so you like my company? What do you like about my company? Probably you want to say uh, whatever they are doing currently with their business is really nice. You know, try and start a conversation so that they can get interested to know more about what you know or to basically get more information from your side. So when this person uh, gets you uh, or responds back, then from there now you can start a conversation that will definitely drive you towards business. Uh, maybe the client will show interest, oh yeah, our product is like this and this and this, and then now you can even bring the, uh, uh, you know, the idea up, oh, but then we do this, and I think our, your business and our, our business can collaborate in this sense, but not in a salesy way, just okay. trying to still build that relationship. So when this person gives you the second uh, engagement, then there you can even ask, oh, but there we should connect sometime on phone, you know, with the current situation, probably on email or on Zoom. This person will be grateful to have that co co communication, all right? Mm -hmm. So that is engaging with a B2B client on social media. Then from there, you can pick it, do your emails, do your proposals, do your demo, whatever you do, do it. Okay, uh, okay. But then when you're meeting with someone uh, on email, for example, yeah. uh, you've gotten their email. Again, the process is the same, but then understand the channels are different. So how you're going to introduce yourself on email might be really, really different from uh, how you introduce yourself on social media. Yeah. So for example, the other day I did uh, a bulk email process where a friend of mine gave me, uh, introduced me to different clients that we need to reach out for digital marketing services. So I started introducing myself as a human being. Uh, hi, I am Patience. I would like to know you more about you. No, all right. I don't really remember the statement, but I know it was about me. I was like, oh, my name is Patience. I would really like you to know more about me as I know more about you. And then I'll bring the point where I was introduced at this point. And I feel that if... Uh, so basically, it was more about let the, letting them know more about me and why they need to engage with me. Let them know about you in one context, okay. personal or business? Uh, I did both. I uh -huh. did both. And this is why. Mm -hmm. uh, Digitech Brands is a young digital marketing company. Mm -hmm. Somebody might go and be like, oh, you've not been in the, in the industry for a long time. Mm -hmm. And you see, I'm engaging enterprise industries. So yeah. you might realize that probably Digitech Brands has been in the operation for like five years or less. Yes. And you want to market our products and services. Who are you? How long have you been in the industry? What are your achievements? Right? So I played the cards uh, on two ways where I did the introduction about patients. I said, uh, this is patients. I've been in the industry for nine years plus. And this is my resume. This is what I have done in the past for businesses. And I feel I can do so much more for your business in the current COVID-19 situation. <laughs> uh, I shared yeah, I shared the videos, uh, my videos to show the kind of engagements that I've done with different TV stations so that to build that trust that if NTV can trust me to actually drive content for their viewers and it's an international uh, TV brand, then the client would find the authenticity to trust me more. So I did that and now I introduced Digitech Brands. Then I'm like, okay, this is the reason why I am contacting you today. So I had three uh i had three paragraphs one was to introduce who patience is so that you know why i'm reaching you yes. two was to introduce my business and what it does because as much as i'm the director i'm not alone i have a yes. team and the third thing i wanted to uh, let you know the reason why i'm contacting you 
So I was introduced by this person and they feel that your business can move forward. During this current situation, you require digital marketing and to build your online presence. And then I shared, um, I shared a link after the third paragraph, I shared a link to a blog that I've written on our website on the reasons why your business needs to be online during this uh, circumstance, all right? <laughs> so, okay. so in summary, the whole idea is you need to build trust. Mm -hmm. The whole point is online sales is about building trust. Yes. Uh, when it comes to digital marketing, it's a long uh, process of trust building where you start from ground all the way from awareness and all that and all that. But here you want to make a quick sale. So you need to be very fast in building trust and relationship. So how do you go about it? So how do you go about it? <laughs> how do you go about it is the process that I've been given. Yeah? The, the, so like you, so the whole point is how do I still maintain that relationship? So you, you are giving both the LinkedIn scenario where I introduce myself uh, and then have some conversation and then try to move the conversation away from LinkedIn, so either by phone, by email or Zoom. At the same time, I'm not selling anything, but at the undercurrent, you know that I have a business, that this might help, but it's not so in your face. And then if you're introducing yourself by email, then the first paragraph is about you um, as a business person, as a professional, then about your business and about why exactly I'm contacting you. And then a link to your work that's, that's related to the third paragraph of why I'm contacting you. So that's your, your cheat sheet right now. <laughs> nice. Yes. We're still in this. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 Okay. And then I believe after that particular conversation, if this client is really in need of your product and services, they will definitely reach back to you. Because okay. one, you've not found yourself. Uh, you've not sent. And then again, uh, you need to understand when you're introducing yourself to a client for the first time, mm -hmm. always use your email. Don't use your business email like info or sales <laughs> at. Yeah, use yeah, your yeah, name. yeah, yeah, yeah that I'm talking to a human being and not just a stranger. So okay. uh, by using your contacts, it also builds that trust so that even somebody, if they are not trusting enough, they can check you out on social media platforms and all that. And then again, uh, if you're a salesperson, this is the time to build your social media profile or rather your personal brand. Okay. Um, people would want to go to and check you out on social media to see if you're real. Because we are not meeting <laughs> each other. Issues. So, yeah, there's a lot of trust issues right now. Yeah. So, trust to me, people would want to see your social media. So, you can always put your social media links for who are not trusting enough so they can also follow you and see too. And then, uh, again, another thing I would like uh, to let you know is that, and probably if you need more training on this, uh, you can contact me. Uh, the process doesn't just end with one email. You need to understand how do I move the next email? How do I make sure that this sales process is shorter? Because if you keep talking about yourself and the company and all that, you might sell next year. So how do you use uh, the intelligence of words in order for you to be able to close your business quicker and faster? Okay. Okay. So, um, yeah. so, so let's say I've sent, I've sent this email right now. So there are two options. It's either you reply and we move forward or you don't reply so um let's start from the first scenario you don't reply um, does that mean i i do not email you i just terminate conversation there or do i email you again 
Um, so if it, if, it, if it did not reply to my initial email, what, what's my next step here? Okay, that's a very good question. Most times clients may not email you back because they don't know you, they have not engaged with you before. Uh, again, this is where the copywriting or content creation comes in handy. How do you uh, use the right uh, headline so that the client can get interested? Okay, so the first thing, even before you think about the next step, Abigail, mm -hmm. your headline, your headline of your email is oh, very the subject important. Line. Oh, yeah. The subject line, that is what will prompt the client either to open your email or not to open. So when you're using, let's say, for example, HubSpot mm -hmm. uh, um, email yeah. platform, uh, HubSpot will always give you a scenarios of A-B tests where you can always test your uh, subject lines if they are doing their, how they are performing mm. so that you're going to improve on the next emails. Yeah. So it's always good to also test on your subject line. Subject line is very, very important. And salespeople, you might be a good talker, but you may not be a good uh, writer. So always engage <laughs> content creators yeah. to help you uh, understand if this is good. And if you feel you're really struggling with content writing, uh, always ask your friends or even your uh, colleagues if they could open your email. If I did not know right? you. <laughs> yeah, if I did not know you, could you open that email? So it's always good that you make it as interesting and as demanding, not really demanding in the sense that... Very urgent, like... Um, urgent, very urgent, like, yeah. Yes, yes. So back to your question, you're asking, what if the client doesn't open your email? Yeah, so like, let's Again. say I've written like the best possible sub subject line. So even if you open it, even if you've read it, how do I make you reply or click or take that next step? Okay. You can open it and so, then you do nothing. Uh, you like, can how would that help me? You can, <laughs> you can always give the client at least one or two days um, to access the email. I also want to apologize because there's a lot of construction going outside, so there's a bit of noise okay uh back here so sometimes if the client does not respond to your email mm -hmm. give them at least one or two days and then go back and ask if they were able to see the email because at times emails do go to spam box mm. and probably they don't see the emails mm. and if if you send like one the next email and the third email and still no response always stop at the third email try and see if there are other means we can reach this customer Especially yeah. if you are really, really interested in closing that deal. Yeah. There's always business websites. By the fact that you know this person by name, it is easier for you to contact their website and request for their contact or how you can reach them. Okay. Okay. Uh, I want to add... A secretary will um, huh? uh, if, if you don't have their number, a secretary will be more willing to give you the yeah. contact of somebody if you know their name than if you're just saying it's just... Uh, um, a message yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 okay so i wanted to add something that um you had said that you you end at the third email if there is no um there is no reply for the third female uh, her third email sorry you terminate that whole um relationship as him as not not really terminating i'm just but end the email thing. and finding Oh. Yeah, but pausing and finding other ways to contact that individual. Okay, okay, okay. Um, yes. So, for, for 
most of you who, who want to know, okay, personally, I use HubSpot CRM to track my email opens and clicks. So I know you might not have replied to my email, but I can see that you've opened something, you've opened it and you've clicked it. So what do I do if I've sent you three emails, you've opened all three emails, maybe clicked on a link or something to my blog post or something, but you've not replied or booked um, a Zoom call with me or a telephone call with me. But I can see you've opened this email, I can see that there is some interest. What do I do next? Or what do you think the problem is? Uh, probably again, probably your subject line of your email was not added. This person was not impressed by your content. <laughs> yeah, that Ouch. could be one. Okay. Another thing, it could probably they need their product. It's not urgent on their end. Okay. So don't uh, give up. I feel at this point, it's always good to uh, look for their contact uh, phone numbers to engage them personally. Because not everybody is good with emails. We are headed in a place where videos and phone calls are going to be very, very important mm -hmm. because not everyone loves responding immediately, especially to emails. But if you contacted this person on phone, uh, on the phone, you would get a, a, you know direct feedback, whether it's a no or a yes or a maybe. Oh, it's okay. very, very urgent. But for most emails, when they are not responded and they are open, it means yeah. it's either a no or a maybe. Uh, so let's okay. stick maybe. Uh, if we, if we, if, uh, if we are trying to stick to the maybe, then we need to look at for other channels of communication. And then if uh, it becomes a no, then we can rule the client out. Okay. 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 So then that's the first scenario. And the second scenario is yes. if you if you reply to this email and now you want to book a Zoom call or a telephone call. So what's my next step right now? Because I'm I'm excited on one hand. I'm also nervous. So like so yeah, this this prospect is interested in um, whatever I'm selling or whatever I'm going to sell. Um, they've booked a, a demo or they've booked a sales call or a sales consultation or whatever it's called. What's my next step here in, in this sales journey? Have, have they booked or do you want them to book? When you send that email, the call to action is for them to book an email, right? Book a call or book something, right? Yes. Okay, so let us do that. They've, yes. They've, reply that they're interested um send me the zoom link or maybe you've had a link already inside they've booked that that's call so what's the next step now um what do i need to do to prepare what do i say how do i come across in this in my in my call okay so uh, you have to bear in mind that you're not going to have like a whole you know a pack day with this client you're not going to have like you know a one-to-one -one meeting you're not going to be able to see their um, their maybe body language mm -hmm. and understand probably yes you can see their body language on Zoom but then again you're you're planning to make this as short enticing and as urgent as possible so, so it's urgency, very important yeah, it's to have, key. yeah it's very important to have your facts right before the meeting okay. make sure you have all the questions that you want to ask make sure you have the value add to your product. Make sure you have Make your sure you selling have the what? point. The the view add? value what? add value add. That you're okay, okay. Yes. okay, 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 okay. Yes. Uh, and then again, another thing that I would like uh, you to know is that you understand the weakness of your product. Okay. Okay. And the weakness of your product, and you understand the weakness of that particular business. So uh, you need to also come up with um, a list of the questions that you feel this customer can ask you regarding your product or your business that you know that is your weakest point. And then okay. you need to come up with answers that are honest 
and answers that are real to those questions. Uh, because uh, sometimes your product can be good, but then you'll always have a, weak, mm. a weakness that overrides the product of your competitor. So how do you make sure that that is covered? Okay. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the whole idea is that before that meeting, you need to be as prepared as somebody who's going to go, uh, close a deal and come back with a check. Okay. Uh, two questions. One, typically, how long is like your first? How long does the first the first sales call last? And then the second, second of all, is this sales call the time where you actually um, sell something? Because on LinkedIn, you are introducing yourself. On email, you're introducing yourself and your company, want, what you want to do for them. But you've not really put in um, any sales pitch. So is that where the sales pitch come in, in this call? Or is there another one where you do the sales pitch? Okay. Uh, just like marketing, when it's, a, a client can be in a different stage in the, in the process of sales. Mm. Like in marketing, we have the awareness stage, the consideration, and you see the closing stage so just like the same way when you contact your client however there is the response they give you'll understand which stage your customer is at okay, okay. probably you understand you'll understand maybe the client is at awareness say they want to know more about your product or maybe they know already about your product and they're still in consideration so okay. based on where your customer is depending on the email conversion you've had you'll be able to know uh, is my pitch going to be centered around my product or is it around the price or is it around the deliverables? Okay, so that okay, will also okay. help you during the calls meeting to focus on what is important for the customer. Go patient. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, I, ha I have this, um, this question. Of course, I know this interview is centered around b2b um, online sales how how does it vary that much from b2c online sales like is there such like um, a very drastic change in between the two yeah uh, what i would say uh, is that uh, when it comes to b2b and b2c the difference is more or less the same uh end of the day whether it's b2b or it's b2c you're still selling to a customer you're still selling to an individual. It doesn't mean that now when it's B2B, you're selling to a robot. It's still the <laughs> people. The corporation. Yes. The difference is uh, the purchasing process of the product. I'll give you an example. Uh, probably I'm the same person that is making a decision at B2B and mm -hmm. B2C. Uh, probably B2C, I would say you, are, you want to sell an IT product. Uh, that is, let's say, a CRM software. The sales cycle might be longer because this is a huge product. Uh, this is a product that maybe you need to, be, to do the demos, they need to see the proposals and all that. And then I am the same customer who is B2C, but probably here I am buying a, a beauty product, maybe online. So when it's a beauty product, I just look at it online and be like, oh, I like this product. Click, buy, all right? Mm -hmm. So the process is the same. However, B2B, the buying process is long. The sales process is long and okay, requires okay, okay. more preparation. Okay. And even when it comes to the, to the cost of purchasing, B2B products are normally more expensive as opposed to B2C. Yeah, you totally require so, to have um, a budget and all that and perhaps go through your finance to see, are we in a place of affording this? Yeah. Yes. 
So you'll realize that for B2B, B2C, you may not really need a sales process. You okay. just need a marketing process in that stage. <laughs> but for a B2B, as much as you have a, an online sales process or digital marketing process, you also need a sales process. So now this is where the online sales process comes in. Okay. Okay. So now um, yeah. this question is for... So to sell something, you need to have some amount of confidence for you to ask someone to give you money, even though it's in return for something. But selling something requires quite some confidence. So what what advice do you have for female entrepreneurs who are perhaps um, just getting into the field of selling as a salesperson or they're trying to sell for their business, their own business, um, and they don't have that much confidence to make that sales pitch to actually um, push clients to get in that booking that Zoom call or that um, demo call and all that. So how how do I get confidence? How do you push my confidence so I can sell something without stuttering and feeling like um, um, maybe if you're interested, uh, perhaps you might check this out? That kind of word. Okay. Uh, when it comes to money, money conversation has ha always been the most difficult part of a sales process. Um, number one, customers sometimes, they want to look at the price and not the value that you're giving them. Mm -hmm. Okay. So this is what I normally uh, make sure uh, that I cover during the sales uh, process. Let the customer know about the price, either immediately or after. Some clients, even before you reach for them a product, they'll be like, oh, how much is your product? And they really want to- <laughs> I can smell the expenses a mile away. <laughs> yes. So this is what I would tell you. Confidently tell them the price without wavering or worrying about it. But when you get to the point of now uh, telling them or giving them the breakdown of why your product probably is higher as opposed to the competitor, then that is where you win. Because end of the day, unless a customer is not serious, the customer will always go for the product that benefits their business as opposed to the, the one that gives them a cost, uh, uh, you know, cut or a discount. Um, I have been in the IT industry for a very, very long time. Yeah. And I would tell you, um, most uh, IT products, uh, most customers, they want to go for the price because they're like, oh, this customer is offering CRM. This one also is offering CRM. But you realize that those are sometimes who go for cheaper price, end of the day, they end up spending more because they realize this product does not have the feature that I was actually looking for. So when they want to upgrade and expand, they keep upgrading on different features that this product doesn't have. So you need to understand from the onset what value does the customer is the customer looking for all right uh what features of your product is your customer looking for and sometimes when it comes to your product uh, i think where we are going we are in the 21st century and things are changing you don't need to sell the whole product to a customer if the product doesn't need if the customer doesn't need anything sell to the customer what they need so that the price is not going to be an issue. And in this sense, you're going to be selling value and not just Oh, value. okay, okay. So you're not selling yeah. the entire product. You're selling the specific feature that they care about. Yes, you're selling okay. the value. And if it's a service, sell the value of that service. If I feel that if you come to my LinkedIn uh, training course, maybe I am charging you 20000 and somebody else is also uh, selling LinkedIn service at 5000 Look at what value uh, are you offering for 20000 
as opposed to this person of 5,000. And if the customer feels that uh, whatever they're looking for is for the 5,000, good for them. If they feel they need more and they can pay for it, then that's okay. But end of the day, the whole idea about price should be extremely on the value that you're giving to the customer. Okay. So, um, what advice do you have for women who uh, perhaps want to change their career or perhaps they want to transition or to grow their sales skills? So what, what advice, what courses, what training, um, you know, what tips can you give for women who, who want to become better salespeople? Okay, so uh, I, am, I am offering currently a sales course. Um, and this sales course has been split on, on different stages. So uh, what I would say, just like in summary, is that first of all, you need to understand, are you, um, okay, even before you go to this, to, to push yourself into the sales uh, career, what do you want to sell? What do you love selling? Uh, what product or service do you find yourself comfortable selling? Because I will tell you for free, selling is not easy. And if you're going to sell something you don't believe in or something you don't like, you're going to have a very hard time. So first of all, figure out the industry or the service or product that you want to position yourself into. Then look into yourself. Do, do you have, you yourself, even before the skills, do you have the attributes of a salesperson? Um, do you have the patience that you need to go to the market and convince a customer to buy your product? Do you have the integrity? Do you have the honesty? Do you have the drive and the push? So the most important thing is, first of all, to work on your personal self, then figure out what skills do I need for me to be a good salesperson. Then now from the, uh, once you develop your personal skills, then you can develop now the selling skills that you need. And that is now where we can support you okay. in that journey. Okay. Yeah. So um, if I'm at a point in which um, I don't have the money for a sales course or... I'm not quite sure if at, at this um, very early stage of my career, I want to spend money on a course. Are there any resources you can recommend? Yeah, uh, this is what I would say. Uh, there are a lot of uh, uh, YouTube um, salespeople that I could tell you, look at them, look at what they're doing, look at the advice they are giving outside there. For example, I'll give you an example of Busi Tembequayo. Before I got into the industry, Pussy, Pussy Tembequayo, oh. he's a South African oh. salesperson. Okay. Yeah, he's an expert in sales. So okay. even before I started loving our sales, you need to have mentors. Whether these mentors are, um, are online, they don't have to be physical mentors, uh, study them. End of the day, for you to be good at something, you need to study somebody who has been there before you. Mm. study them, see how they carry themselves around, see how they'll build their personal brand and pick what you can pick from them. And then there are so many other online courses you can also uh, look for. I, I believe HubSpot Academy does Oh, have, yeah, yeah, they have the uh, certification. I think I've taken that a while back. Yeah, free certification. Study the free courses and when you're ready, then now you can look for us for now an equipped sales career. Okay. Yo. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so do you have any, any any other advice or any tips you want to give us or any question for us, I guess, or moving forward? Um, what I would say, um, I'll give you two cents when it comes to sales. 
uh, uh, sales is the best career you can ever get into. The, the best career? No CEO has ever become, yes, the okay. best career. I'm going to protest that best. marketing is better, but I... T- <laughs> so, um, before you get into sales, mm-hmm. uh, you need to understand a few a few tricks here and there. You need mm-hmm. to understand that for, even as most CEOs in the world, they were one sales. Look at Steve Jobs. He was a self and fantastic salesperson. So for you to be a salesperson, you need to learn uh, what makes a good salesperson. These people that have been there, read books about the greatest salespeople. Read books like Sidroth books. Uh, sorry, Seth Godin. Uh, <laughs> Seth Godin is a self-author. Read his books. Understand what makes him tick. Okay? Understand, uh, learn about these salespeople. And then I believe that is a great journey towards being a great salesperson. Yes, yes. Ooh. Any specific book by Seth Godin that you want to recommend? I know you talk about the purple cow a lot. <laughs> well, anyone, I love the purple cow and you, you can show us that. Like, actually, whoa, you've mentioned this book to me so many times. I've not read it yet, although it's in, uh, it's in the, I have the subscription, read it for me. We had the summarized books. I just listened to the audio of it. So it's there, but I've not listened to it yet. <laughs> okay, and I will also eventually. Can, um, recently, I've read the deep by uh, Seth Godin. Yeah. The Deep is D-I-P. That yeah. is a very good book, especially if you want to get into entrepreneurship mm-hmm. and you want to understand when is the right point for you to go forward or stay back. If you're mm-hmm. in a career and you feel you want to jump to the other side, also it's a good book to know when do you need to change your career or wh- how, when do you need to stay there. You know. So basically mm-hmm. you can get all those advices that you need and I hope okay. you make the right Thank you. <laughs> it was nice talking to you. Nice interviewing you. Um, so before before we recap, anything else you want to add? Uh, any questions you want to add? Um, so we can now move to the conclusion part of this. Okay. So make the comments that I would like to make as I go uh, as I go out is that um, if you want to know more about uh, what I do, uh, you can visit uh, my business at digitechbrands.com. We offer digital marketing services. We offer brand strategy. Uh, we offer personal branding services, business branding, social media uh, campaigns, and everything digital. We are the digital experts in the market. So look for us and we'll be able to help your business going forward. If you need training in terms of how to move your business uh, forward, uh, whether it's sales training, personal branding training, and also business training, we are here to help. Yeah, I know I've taken your LinkedIn training class. It's quite interesting. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Abigail. No problem. <laughs> okay, yeah. so in summary for this, um, you have to know that you can you can initiate the sales process either by email. Usually someone refers you or it can be a cold email. You can also initiate this relationship or this conversation by LinkedIn. Um, you said you prefer a LinkedIn compared to email, having that conversation first on LinkedIn. Okay. Yeah. And, yeah. And when you're structuring this conversation, either by email or by LinkedIn, um, first you have to introduce yourself. And if you're referred by someone, introduce that them there. If you, if you were referred by someone, that first paragraph gives them a reason to stay and continue reading your content, reading your email or reading your message because... 
there's an emotional connection. I know this person, and if they are if they are referring you, then perhaps it's in my best interest to keep the keep reading this. So the first paragraph is about you and whoever referred you. The second paragraph is about your business, and then the third paragraph is why you're emailing them. Then you can now include a call to action link either to um a, a website with an article written related to the third paragraph, or do you put your booking link here as well in this in the after the third paragraph? Yes. Okay. So after the third paragraph, a link to your an article or a link for them to book a, a Zoom call or a demo call. Um, you also said that if they don't reply to the first email, you send after two days, you send a second, but not more than three emails before you try to reach them um, in, a, in a, another way, either by calling them directly. Um, you said your subject line must convey urgency so that they take action now and not later because later doesn't really exist yeah. it's just later 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 yeah. later yeah and then uh then you you said that when you're, when you're making that that zoom call or that sales consultation call you have to understand where they are in the buying process at the India awareness stage at them in the consideration stage or in the closing stage like as you said and then um, you also said that when you're selling your sales product um, you're selling the specific features that they most care about and not the entire thing I think you said that did you say yeah. that <laughs> yeah. okay got yeah. that right uh, have I missed anything so far yeah, I think you covered almost everything. Um, but then again, uh, sales is an art. Uh, sales, uh, you have to be a great communicator. You have to be great with content. You have to be great with people. You need to have people skills. You need to be able to study people uh, because different people, you deal with them differently. So uh, you have to have that uh, psychological or knowledge for you to be able to sell to somebody. Uh, so even besides all this process, again, you need to be a human being. So if you need to have all that knowledge, we can always help you to learn how to, uh, you know, learn people, how to communicate properly, how to engage properly. So if you have like a sales team that you feel that has not been working well or underachieving, we can always help to motivate them help to equip them with the right skills, personal skills and business skills for them to be able to sell. Because again, you can't get the process without being a human being end of the day. Okay. So um, she mentioned yeah. that she has some, tra um, she offers training at uh, Utech Brands. Um, if you're not in a position to go for that right now, there's always classes like HubSpot and the rest you do need to yes. know. Um, there's also YouTube tutorials. You, you also need to read a lot of sales book and find some mentors who you can emulate and see what's, what about them and can you pick up on? Um, what about them? Can What traits of theirs can you um, assimilate and take into yourself? Yeah. So um, my final question yeah. is this. How important is LinkedIn for salespeople? Like, do I need to have a LinkedIn? Everybody needs to have a LinkedIn if you want to build a career. Okay. Everybody definitely does need to have a LinkedIn. LinkedIn is very important, especially if you're in the B2B industry. You need people to know who you really are. Uh, people need to you know, like LinkedIn is like your online CV, yeah? 
it also gives people the trust they need to know about you. People need to know which school have you gone to. You're saying you're an expert. Uh, how many years uh, of experience do you have in this industry? Very invasive. So LinkedIn uh, is a place where you can put that out for people to actually know, even without looking for you and asking you all these questions. Okay. So right. yes, it is important. Very important at that. Okay. Okay. So that's all the questions I have. It was very nice to talk to you. Um, you've hopefully learned a thing or two about about sales online sales for b2b um good luck selling and let's know how it goes out let's know from all she has said so far what stuck with you the most what have you tried out what were the results were they positive or negative so feel free to reach out to us or to contact her directly at the your website yeah they can use the website or patients at digitechbrand.com okay so you can reach out to her directly or you can leave a comment um, and she'll probably see. Just add mention her and she'll see it. <laughs> okay, it's just nice yeah. looking to you. Oh, yeah, that's the right, yeah. Mention, <laughs> mention on the YouTube channel. I'll definitely watch and get your number or your details and contact you directly. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, I actually don't like calls that much. I prefer emails above everything else. Like, oh, my God. I All prefer... right, I will DM you either way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she'll slide into your DMs. <laughs> Okay, see you, bye. See you, bye. Thank you so much for having me. No problem. <laughs>